Welcome to Sex Communication, a project aimed at changing how people talk about sex. It features audio recordings of sex acts, extremely frank conversations, and many confessionals. Please note that our content is explicit and uncensored. And while these episodes may indeed arouse you, the intent is to inform and inspire. Join us now for a judgment and shame-free exploration of sex. Sexy, sexy, sex stuff. Sex. Hi folks, welcome to episode 74. Today is the quickie episode detailing how I got off from October 7th through October 13th. And it was another slow week. Um, I'm still kind of digesting all the emotions of the recent events and uh i did get my period so that was kind of a clusterfuck of feelings that has not been especially enjoyable but nevertheless i did manage to get it together enough to beat off tuesday night and it could not have been more underwhelming um you know it was the same toys i always use and in fact i wound up uh also using porn that i've already used you know i i did a big google search and wound up coming up on a clip that I have used before in the past. Um, I may have even shared it before. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, I, I'll let you guess at the content. But I'm sure if you're a follower of this show, you will you will not be shocked one little bit. Anyway, so uh, yeah, that was Tuesday night. So it was a promising start to the week. But I've been really tired and I just have not had the motivation to really beat off when I I get into bed or even during the day or anything. Like I've just been really, uh, the feelings have been very flat in that specific area as they have been a roller coaster in every other area, but, um, such is life. Yeah. I'm, I'm not shaming myself about it. It's just, you know, this is the state of my week. Sometimes it's very fruitful and other times not so much, but, uh, Anyway, I have not given up. I do have my toys all washed up and ready right underneath my bed in a quick arm's reach away. And I I did think last night I was going to get back to it, and I just didn't. (laughs) Um, Instead, I've been occupying my falling asleep time with the the visualization meditations I, I, I do every night. That's been sufficient nighttime activity for me. Which, by the way, Insight Timer, if you're not using it, why not? It's a free app. It's awesome. I love it. So far in just about a year and a half, I've managed to meditate for 12,000 minutes, which I only know because the app tells me, and I would have never guessed it would be that much. But anyway, meditation can change your life. All right. Um, Aside from the inactivity with my nether regions, there were a bunch of um, interesting and exciting things that happened this week. Uh, I did an interview that I had been hopeful about doing for as long as this podcast has been going on, really. There is a person in my life that, um, we haven't really connected in 20 years. I did know them a while ago and I knew them through somebody that I was dating and then in additional ways. But, um, I guess it's kind of like that. You make friends with somebody and then if they're a connection that was made via a relationship that ends, then it's kind of like, you know, people just kind of go to sides, which is not to say this person did go to sides. It just kind of naturally felt like, okay, you're on that person's side and I'm not associating with them anymore. And so 
were on different sides. But we remained in contact on Facebook. And so I was aware that they made a very big life change a a little over a year ago. And um, they came out as a trans woman. And I could not have been happier for her. She looks... I mean, everyone looks happy on social media, but I was just so taken back by um, her coming out in that way. And uh, I don't know, I I just was was very moved by the story as I've seen it as an observer from afar. And um, anyway, but this is to say I did finally (laughs) work up the courage to reach out to her and she was very receptive. Um, you know, so we spoke on the phone and we arranged a time to meet when that time was this past Thursday and she came over and, you know, we recorded for a little over two hours. And then once the mics were turned off, we spoke for another two hours and have plans to see each other socially. And, um, it was just a really amazing, amazing time. Um, and it was very emotional, (laughs) You know, I was already in kind of this uh, amped up state feeling wise. Yeah, so it was a lot to digest afterwards. A lot to digest. I felt really exhausted. Like I was very lit up, but at the same time, it was like it was, um, there was just so much, um, so much involved in the conversation and in the connection. So, Anyway, another another detail of that is that uh, this past interview on Thursday was also the first time that I've had a chance to use the new equipment, which I recently invested in. Um, you know, I've I've been struggling <laughs> with editing some in-person interviews, especially where uh, the mics that I use, which are on desk stands, they pick up every single little noise. And a lot of people, when they're speaking about these things that feel very vulnerable and and exposing, um, you know, they react physically. So there's a lot of tapping and moving and um, things like that. And it can be really problematic in the editing because a lot of it is happening at the same time that they're speaking. So there's a certain amount of background noise that I can cut out without affecting the vocals. But then in order to kind of make the vocals as as vocal as possible without being kind of muffled by these other noises, you know, and taking out the tapping or the banging or whatever, it just really affects the overall quality, which I'm sure you, you've probably noticed. I've noticed, I've been very self-conscious about it, but in the end, I'm like, well, you know, it's really about the conversation. And as a podcast listener myself, you know, there are some podcasts I listen to you know, the ones that are produced by like NPR and iHeartRadio. And it's like, they sound incredible. And they're recorded in studios and everything is perfect. And then there are others that, you know, they have these huge followings and they're really shitty. So, you know, in the end, it's about the content. And given that, though, I am still a bit of a perfectionist. So these things drive me crazy. And I just want to you know, while I do believe so much in the content that I'm putting out, I really want to present it in the best way possible to really allow it to shine as much as it should. So to that end, I, I just recently spent about a thousand dollars on um, new mics and a mixer that allows me to input 
different mic lines as separate channels so that I can edit them differently. Um, I can Bluetooth in phone calls without having to rely on Skype or Zoom, which in general just provide pretty crappy recordings. Um, some boom stand arms so that I don't have to worry about, you know, things being tethered to the desk. I can record in different areas and not have to worry about tables or chairs or this or that or the other thing. So it's, um, I think it's going to pay off in the quality of the content. But to that end, because I am 100% self-supported and independent and not funded by anybody else, um, you know, that's... It was a big chunk of change, and so um, kind of inspired by a listener who reached out and had, uh, you know, broached the idea of of chipping in a bit to cover the expenses, I'm going to be launching a a small GoFundMe campaign to cover the cost of the equipment, Um, but until that goes live, um, I I do have a donate page on the Graphic Paint site. Um, There are two links to it in the show notes for this week. And so, and this page is live all of the time, and the funds for that go 100% to supporting Graphic Paint as a platform, but also the Sex Communication Podcast, which is produced on the Graphic Paint platform. So if you're a fan, please consider supporting. That's the end of my (laughs) donation pitch. Um, I do have really positive other news that just came yesterday. Um, So yeah, you may remember I was... uh, trying to garner support from the community for my bid to speak at South by Southwest. Um, And kind of inspired by that opportunity, I reached out to other conferences that had um, proposal windows that were still open. Because until, you know, the South by Southwest bid came up, I hadn't considered the possibility. Like I had thought about, you know, TED Talks and this and that. But I don't know, I think there was something about actually applying to that that event that really just made me think um, about doing it in a, on a broader scale. Not a broader scale, but like other venues, you know? Anyway, the point is, I found out yesterday that I got accepted to speak at the Positive Sexuality Conference in Burbank, California. Um, So that conference is going to be taking place February 21st through the 23rd of 2020. Uh, The registration is going to open tomorrow on October 15th. And the topic that I've been accepted to speak on is the same topic I used for South by Southwest, which is using sex and porn online to change the world IRL. Um, You know, it's going to be a 20 minute presentation slot and I'm going to go over all of all of the ideas that really uh, have inspired me to create graphic paint and specifically this podcast, you know, about the wealth of opportunities that exist with sexual media online and how we interact with it and how by changing the way that we interact with this kind of content online can change how we behave in real life. Um, You know, things like framing effect and interface design and um, context and exposure. So I'm just, I'm really excited about it. I'm also quite terrified as this will be my first time speaking at a conference. Um, So yeah, really still sinking in. (laughs) This is really happening. Whew. Anyway, there's a, a link to the conference in the show notes as well. So uh, if you check back there tomorrow, you'd be able to register for that conference. 
Um, and that's, that's really it. Uh, you know, I did, as always, I put a link to the porn that I watched in the show notes. It was just the one clip, like I said, on a, a very, an oft used topic. <laughs> um, so until Thursday's episode, which I'm still figuring out exactly what that is going to be from the, the wealth of recordings that I have. Um, yeah, it's going to be good, but don't know on just what yet. Anyway, till then, I wish you well. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sex Communication. Did you dig it? Tell a friend. Subscribe. Leave a review on iTunes. Send an email. I really would love for you to do all of these things. And if you'd like to know more about this project, visit graphicpaint.com sexpodcast for additional episodes and background on how this all began. And if you'd like to be a part of this podcast, send an email to sex at graphicpaint.com. Every story and experience is valuable, so why not do an interview or submit your own filthy audio? Be a part of our revolution and help us spread the message of sexy self-acceptance.